You are listening to Feast Radio, bringing God's love and grace on air. Listen to significant and heartfelt messages you can reflect on and pray about. May this message help prepare you to face challenges, follow your dreams, and open yourself up to God's unlimited blessings. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to Feast at Home. I love that song. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you, Eric, and thank you, worship team, for ushering us into God's presence. It's really awesome. It's really awesome because I know that God will speak to you today. So wherever you're from, I need you to believe that God is going to meet you where you are. That... Uh, um, that God is going to bless you and that God is going to take you from where he found you to where he wants you to go. Amen. So I want to say hi to those who are here for the first time. If you are here for the first time and uh, we have 100,000 people listening in right now, if you're here for the first time, please type in the chat, chat box. This is my first time and uh, we will try to reach out to you. I want to say hi to all those who have... Uh, who have uh, been uh, joining us for the past almost two years. Welcome, welcome. You know the drill. Share, 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 share. I wonder, do you know how to share? Um, normally, you just type the names of the people you want to send this link to. Um, come on. Um, you have to share. Again, this is one way of beating the algorithms of Facebook so that we... Uh, uh, we can get to a platform that's more visible to more people. Because there's, if there's no activity, there's no sharing, there's no new people coming, Facebook will think that we're stagnant and will not, we do not deserve to be put on a, on a platform, on a wider platform, so we can reach more people. That's why you need to share. And what I want to see is that you're sharing right now. Okay? Let me teach you. Just type in the name. And then it will tag your friends and tag your friends also so that they will know that there's something happening. Even if they click it and they watch and then after that, afterwards, they, 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 they drop out or they log out um, or they stop tuning in. At least we have planted the seeds. So it is very important for you to share, share, share and tag. Okay, please do this. Please do this so we can uh, get the message of God to more and more people. Okay? So, uh, yeah. It's, uh, my goodness, it's, time is running very fast. It's almost end of the November. And next week, it's going to be Feast Conference. And I'm all excited. Next week, we will not be here, but we will give way to the Feast Conference. The biggest inspirational learning event in the country. Today, you can still buy your tickets. I know it's sueldo. I know it's 13th month pay for some. The, 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 the 995 registration, 995, can give you access to more than 50 hours of master classes hours. Okay? 50 hours of master class learnings to our, um, give you access to around 60 speakers. International speakers, local speakers, handsome speakers. Um, awesome speakers that will help you live your life. So Feast Conference 2021, November 19 to 21. Please, you still have time. You can still go to feastconference.com and register. And you, you, you will want to register right now because 
um, although it's all, it's straight, all straight online, um, yeah, we we want to avoid some glitches if there's anything going anything like that going to happen. So you might as well register now, okay? Register now, all right? And one last request: I want this uh, chat box to be active, okay? You don't just uh, watch and then wait for others to comment. Please comment. And again, the more um, activity that we have, the more the algorithms of uh, uh, Facebook will, will uh, be able to uh, trace that and monitor that. And uh, they, they, they will put us on a, on a wider platform so more and more people could see us. But again, if there's no activity, you just, you just log in and then watch. And nothing will happen. Okay? Nothing will happen. We will continue now our dive into the Word of God, dive into the Gospel according to Matthew, and we continue our talk series on the clash. The clash of culture, kingdom, and comfort. Um, in, in, this, in, in, in the Word of the Lord and in the life of Jesus, there were so many holy contradictions, as I call them, because if you want to be first, you got to be last. If you want to be big, you got to be small. And uh, so there's always a clash of culture because the Bible was written, what? Uh, long before Jesus Christ. It was written long before Jesus Christ, the Old Testament, up to after Jesus Christ. Uh, up to it, it, the first gospel was written, Mark, around 60 to 70 AD after Jesus already. And there's always a clash of culture because the culture, when the, gospel, the, the, the books were written, are different, okay, across the whole Bible, okay? The ones, the latter ones, they're very different from the first uh, books that were written because they have different culture, they have different kingdoms, and, uh, and they had different uh, uh, comfort, idiosyncrasies. And that's why it's always a flash. But uh, uh, the clash, it's, that's why I'm, I'm, I'm really grateful that we're able to do this across the Light of Jesus family so that we learn to know and understand the writings of Matthew, um, the writings of Matthew, and try to understand where he's coming from. For us now, Christians, that's the first book in uh, the New Testament. Um, but, but we have to understand. And the more we understand, the more we'll be able to uh, apply it in our lives, okay? So let the Word of God come alive in your life today. Today, our title of this talk is uh, Tearing Down versus Coming Down. Two different things. Tearing down, what does it mean to tear down? What does it mean to come down? Huh? So we're going to talk about that. So if you're ready, I want you to declare God's abundance over our lives together. Join me in praying this Prayer. Our favorite prayer here, the feast in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Today I receive all of God's love for me. Today I open myself to the unbounded, limitless, overflowing abundance of God's universe. Today I open myself to God's blessings, healing, and miracles. Today I open myself to God's word so that I become more like Jesus every day. And say this with me. Today I proclaim, yes, do proclaim it. That I'm God's beloved. God loves you. God loves me. I'm God's servant. It's a privilege to be called God's servant. 
And I am God's powerful champion. That is the truth. And because I am blessed, I'll be blessing the world. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Father, have your way in us today. Tonight, Lord God, let us understand the few chapters of the gospel according to Matthew and the way it was written, why it was written, what the context with which it was written, the background story um, of a particular chapter. Father, we pray that you have your way in us and teach us and allow us, Lord God, to just grow, allow us to just um, believe in you more, increase our faith, O oh Lord God, minister to us in Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Oh. Excuse me. Okay. So I'm uh, about ready. I just, again, I want to say hi to the people who are here. Okay. Not much. Not much comments. Uh, okay. So you have to be interactive. Remember, huh? Interactive. Interactive. Okay. I'm checking. I'm checking how many you are and how many are, are, how many are actually sharing. But no one has shared yet. No one has shared yet. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Um, you know, I I I watched certain some resellers. In talaga, asa kaya hindi ako mag hindi ako magbebenta hanggang di pa kaya nasa share. Share niya na share 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 share. Dali dali share na share na. Come on come on dali share na share na. Hindi ako magumpisa hanggang di kaya nasa share. Okay, all right. Um, seriously now, our our one big message is uh. Before I give you the, the one big message, can I just ask you one question? And I need you to answer, okay? Okay, thank you, Sean. You already shared. Kanina pa? Okay. Have, I ask you one question, and I want you to type in the chat box the, the answer, okay? Um, uh, my question is, um, what is the best diet in the world? What is the best diet in the world? Come on, let us see the answer. Those of you who have tried dieting, come on. Uh, those of you who uh, have been dieting, what is the um, best diet in the world? If you know, okay, or you, if you want to make a guess, okay. Come on, come on. What is the best diet in the world? If you answer, and if you get the correct answer, okay, I'm in the mood to give you a, a complimentary access to the Feast Conference. Mm, sige. Okay? So better be active. Okay? What is the best diet in the world? Seafood diet from Charlotte. Okay? Uh, <laughs> okay? Teka lang. Haha. Mga vegetables for me, Sean. Okay? Uh, intermittent fasting. Okay. What about the others? I'm going to give away, if your answer is correct, I'm going to give you free access to the Feast Conference, which happens next week. Intermittent fasting. Uh, all right. Okay. Seafood dieting now. <laughs> okay. That's it? That's it? No one wants to answer anymore? Okay. I'm giving you... Okay, sana mas screenshot na, sana na screenshot nyo. Okay, five, four, three, two, one. All right. What is the best diet in the world? You want to know? If you want to know the answer, 
Um, I'm going to tell it to you now. The best diet in the world is the one that you stick to. Is the one that you stick to. The problem is we try a diet, and if it doesn't work the first few days or first few weeks, we stop. But what we need to do is to do constantly, do it constantly. When you're dieting, when you're trying to lose weight, you have to do something very consistently. And, uh, you know, that's why successful people, the, 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 the successful people do regularly, consistently what other people do occasionally. Okay? So, uh, wow. Hi, Mary Jane. Your diet is the word of God. All right. So, the best diet is the diet that you stick to. That leads me to our one big message for this week. And it is, stick to your assignment until the end. Stick to your assignment until the end. The problem, you know, the number one reason why we don't see progress, why we don't see that we're getting somewhere, why we don't see, you know, much success when it comes to commitment, etc., etc., it is because we don't stick to until the end. You know, God has given you an assignment and he wants you to stick to it until the end. Okay? Um, stick to your assignment. Okay? I, 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 uh, can I share a story? Tonight I'll be sharing with you uh, more stories. Um, yeah, can I share a story? Okay. Um, there's this guy, Jojo Manze. He used to be playing for the national team and eventually I think he became a coach in badminton, and uh, we had the chance of playing uh, together. And uh, I don't know how it happened, but we uh, ended up uh, on the same team, like doubles. And uh, we were challenged by the other group, who looked very good in badminton. And I said, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no, 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 no. Diba parang sa mga TikTok? A few moments later... Um, so, um, so we, we eventually started and he gave me instructions. He said, and I told him, Jojo, I don't even know anything. And he said, just, just stay in front, uh, stay near the, the net. When you see, uh, uh, the shuttlecock coming at you, just hit it and I'll take care of the rest. And true enough, he took care of the rest. It's like, it's like two versus one because I was just there. Okay. Ready. To, to hit the, the shuttlecock when it comes my way. But uh, several, several um, wrong decisions later, we eventually won, but, uh, but uh, you know, we, we could have gotten a, a wider margin except that because of my mistakes, uh, the, the, the opposing team got points. What is my point in sharing this to you, with you? Um, Jojo gave me instructions to stay there, and that's my assignment. And if I stuck to it, we could have won with a bigger margin. The problem was I did not follow and I did not stick to the assignment because I just stay, I did not just stay in front and hit a shuttlecock when it comes my way. Many times their point came when I left my post, when I did not complete my assignment. <laughs> And uh, that, that's how they, they, they got points. Eventually, we won. But the point is, I did not stick to my assignment until the end. Imagine what would have happened if I just stuck there and I, and I let him, uh, and then just let him uh, um, do his thing. Okay? Why am I sharing that with you? I'm sharing that with you because 
I want you to understand, brothers and sisters, that life is a doubles game. Life is a doubles game. You don't go through life alone, okay? You don't go through life alone. You have God with you all the time. And the promise is, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So it's a doubles game and you have the best, you have the best teammate ever. And, and, and if he tells you, I'll take care of everything, just stay there, this is your assignment, go. I'll take care of the rest. But many times, even with, even with God with us, beside us, many times because of our human nature and because of our lack of faith, we, we still try to do things our way. Two things lang naman yan eh. God said, be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am your partner. Be still and know that I am with you. I am on your side. And just be still. Many times the problem arises when we stop saying still and trying to take things into our own hands. And what does it do? It makes things worse. Okay? So life is a, is a doubles game in badminton or what? So just stick to your assignment until the very end. Am I making sense? Huh? Can I get an, uh, can I get uh, a reaction there? Okay. 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 So there. Um, So stick to your assignment and 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 don't don't waver. Just just keep pushing on. Keep pushing on. If you stick to your assignment long enough, you will see victory. Okay? Now let's go to our reading for today. We're now reading chapter 24, verse 1 to 2, and Jesus blurted out the most craziest, you know, one of the most craziest things that he can say. And I'll read it to you. As Jesus was leaving the temple grounds, his disciples pointed out to him the various temple buildings. I can imagine how this looked like. Jesus was there surrounded by his disciples and they were all pointing, parang mga politiko, they were all pointing to the buildings and uh, and then the, they were showing him the buildings. Look at the temple buildings here, etc., etc. But he responded, do you see all these buildings? Do you see all these buildings. You might you might be wondering, you know, friends, during their time, a temple is nothing like is is cannot be compared to a, what a church is like or what uh, a cathedral is like. A cathedral is huge, okay. But you know what? During their time, a temple is grander, is larger. It can actually compare to a city already. It's so huge. An expanse of 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 uh, plains, and uh, it, it's just so huge. That's why they had buildings there inside the temple. They built it, okay. And uh, he responded, "Do you see all these buildings here? I tell you the truth, they will be completely demolished. Not one stone will be left on top of another." Wow! Wow! Jesus was saying, you know what, all these, it will be, it will be, ay, naku, it will all come down. It will all come down. And, uh, you know, no, no, no one stone will be left on top of another. 
Um, so, so they were, they were, whoa, whoa, will it really be uh, coming down? The temple? And you know what? After 37 years, almost 40, during that time, a generation is about 40. And he said, this generation will not pass. Okay. Uh, this generation will not pass uh, until that happens. Okay. So uh, later, Jesus, let's read from verse 3. Later, Jesus sat on the Mount of Olives. His disciples came to him privately and said, Tell us when will all this happen? What sign will, what sign will signal your return and the end of the world? So in fact, in reality, they were asking for two questions. They were asking two questions. When will the temple be destroyed? And then what will the sign or the signal be uh, when the world will end? Okay, there has to be a signal so that we all know. So they asked two questions and, and, and Jesus answered both. Jesus answered both. First question, when will the temple be destroyed? Um, in chapter 24, verse 34, it reads, I tell you the truth, this generation will not pass from the scene until all these things take place. This generation will not pass um, from the scene until all, the, all these things take place. Meaning, what, what I am telling you now, the, the buildings will collapse, will come down. It will, not, it will happen in, in, uh, within this generation. And true enough, after 37 years. Guys, after 37 years, and during that time, that's one generation. After thir 37 years, the temples were ruined. It, will all, it, it all came down. It all came down. Now, the second answer, to the, the second question that they're asking is, what will signal the end of the world? When will we know? When will we know? You, you, you've told us when uh, the, the, the coming down of all the buildings will happen. And more or less, we know, at least we can expect that it will happen within the generation. In, in a couple of years or within the years of my lifetime, you know, they were thinking. But, but they were also asking, what will signal the end of the world? How will we know? How will we know? There's so many signs, but what is it? What is it? Okay. Jesus gave uh, a, a timeline for the, the destruction of the temple. At least they know that it will happen in the next generation and it will not take, you know, it will not take more than 40 years. But, but the second question, this was his reply. However, no one knows the day or hour when these things will happen. Not even the angels in heaven or the Son himself. Only the Father knows. One assurance that we got from Jesus is that it will happen. A time of like that, a time when we will meet Jesus face to face, it will happen. Um, the end of this world will be pronounced. It will happen. But we just don't know when. And Jesus was very quick to warn people about it. Because, of course, if you're going to read Scripture and you have very limited knowledge on Scripture and you only have a few books to read and you don't really understand what it says, you will tend to deduce that the end will come in the following years, next following years. Otherwise, why would Jesus say it will happen? It is soon coming. You know, but what is soon? How soon is soon? Um, to... to if you, if you still haven't noticed, Jesus said that during his time. And, and today, 2021, you know, we're still saying that. We have a lot of preachers, a lot of televangelists saying that the rapture will come. 
Okay? The rapture will come. Wait for it. But you know what, friends? Um, what, what I'm really uh, uh, not naman concerned. Concern is a very strong word. But, but uh, what I'm really uh, careful about is, uh, is trying to interpret the time frame. Trying to interpret the time frame when the end will come. Is it going to be two years from now? You know, but where did you get the information? I got it from Feng Shui. Where did you get the information? I got it from the World Health Organization. And uh, uh, yeah, especially with what we're going through. Right? Um, but but here's, here's Jesus' warning. He said, you know what? The, the destruction of the temple, it will happen within a lifetime. Now, the end of the world, no one knows. He said, no one knows in the verse before this. No one knows the day or hour when these things will happen. And then what did he say? So then, if anyone tells you, look, here is the Messiah, or there he is, don't believe it. For false messiahs and false prophets will rise up and perform great signs and wonders so as to deceive, if possible, even God's chosen ones. See, I have warned you about this ahead of time. Jesus was saying, ingat, ingat lang kayo. Ingat lang. Because a lot of people will pretend to know when this will come, when this will happen. A lot of people will, will uh, you know, fool people. Maybe not deliberately, but because they're, they're blinded, they're, you know, their veils and their eyes and their faces, they, couldn't have, they don't have a clear picture of, of, of what really is. Okay, so they, they tell people, they influence people. Okay, again, if anyone tells you, look, here's the Messiah. Di ba uso ngayon fake news? Look here. You know, if we have to be careful about fake news because even in our cell phones, when you say, when, when you get a message, oh, look here, you have to upgrade. Oh, look here, you have to verify. Be careful because it's, it's got to be a fishing expedition. Okay, so, so that's what Jesus' reply is. Go there for then if anyone tells you, look, here's the Messiah, don't believe. In verse 23 to 27, it says, So if someone tells you, look, the Messiah is out in the desert, don't believe to go and look. I mean, he's in the desert, well, let's go, go there, let's not go there. Or look, he's hiding here, don't believe it. For as the lightning flashes in the east and shines to the west, so it will be when the Son of Man comes. It will come. It's not a matter of if, it will, it's a matter of when. When does God want to come and take his people? When does God want to come and, 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 and finally include all of us in that plan, of, although we're all included in that grand plan of God? But to execute that and to make that happen, is it really time? I guess it will be, it will be up to you, my dear friends. So if someone tells you, look, the Messiah is out in the desert, don't go to the desert. Don't bother to go and look. Or look, he's doing, he's hiding here. Don't believe it. For the lightning, as the lightning flashes in the east and shines to the west, so it will be when the Son of Man comes. Put it plainly and simply, it will happen. No debate about it. The question, the more important question is when. But it, I'm, I'm sure of this, it will happen. Happen. What do we do then when while we're waiting? While we're waiting, what do we do then? Stick to your assignment 
until the end. It's going to be very sad when you start out sticking to the assignment and you've been faithfully um, doing that assignment. You've been faithfully dispensing of your duties. Um, it's, it's good, okay? Now, it's very sad when you start out really well and then end up becoming a critic, becoming a heretic, or becoming doubting because you did not stick to your assignment. Many times, God will say to you, stay there. For what reason? Because that's the path of God's blessings. Many times we, we don't want to stay there. We don't want to keep still. We want to do things our way. We want to show the world that we are capable. But again, it's not what we do, but it's about who he is. And it's not about who we are, but it's about what he can do in your life. Are you with me? Okay, are you still with me? So what do you do? I, I, I'll, I'll tell you... You know, uh, just to prove to you that, uh, <coughs> just to prove to you that, uh, that when it comes to the end times, there there's so many there's so many people who who kind of focus too much on that. Okay, the rapture. You know, um, learning learning the Catholic faith, learning more about the Catholic theo the our theology, and learning more about sacred scripture. What I can say is that there's a really, ex really nice explanation to what we call the rapture, and uh, there, there, there may be some misinterpretations when it comes to that. But that's for another time. That's for another time when, when I try to explain to you what the church believes rapture is. And uh, but, but anyway, um, just to show you that there are people who who was gung ho or who was quote unquote obsessed about the end times. Um, Saint Saint Hippolytus, Saint Hippolytus in the year 220 AD, he said the end would happen on 500 AD because it's in the Bible. Eh? You know, when they wrote the Bibles, it, it it Jesus talked about the end, and Jesus said, "And now the end is near, and so I face my final curtain." No, it's not Jesus. That's Frank Sinatra. Okay, and and that's not even my time. Okay. That's not even my time. That's Mon Toledo's time. Um, okay, St. Hippolytus said the end would happen on 580. And, and he got it where? Based on the dimensions of Noah's Ark. You know, that's a problem. We try to, we, we, we are so obsessed in trying to determine when this will happen. But, but later on, I'll tell you what we need to do instead of being stressed and instead of being uh, overly obsessed or 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 overly interesting uh, overly interested and uh you know there's there's something that god really wants us to do julius africanus predicted in 2021 that d day will be on the 600 ad based on a 6000 year schedule from creation to destruction so on dami na diba so if from the from the time of the people in the bible they've been saying that the end is near it's coming it's coming. St. Gregory of Tours, 799 AD, said the end will come in 799 AD. Martin Luther, Jesus would come again in 1600 AD. But, uh, you know, but we know we have Jesus here, but, you know, there's nothing of that sort where trumpets are blasting. Um, um, Suzette Labrousse, a Catholic prophetess, prophetess, said it's happening 
in sometime 1800. John Wesley, founder of the Methodists, our brothers, said it will come in 1836. Joseph Smith, founder of the Mormons, said it is coming in 1890. Can I, can I continue? Um, Herbert Armstrong, founder of Plain Truth magazine, in 19, said it's 1975. Hal Lindsey, author of the bestseller The Late Great Planet Earth with 30 million copies in print, said rapture is in 1981, and then afterwards it did not happen, and then he moved it to 1988. Uh, preachers like Lester Sumra, Kenneth Copeland, Benny Hinn, they have their own uh, interpretation and predictions on when the rapture is going to happen. Um, you know, even even in even in the Catholic Church, we are we are also obsessed in uh, trying to find out when all these things will happen, when doomsday, uh, when doomsday is going to take place. Um, you know, it, it's not the rapture, but uh, we are also concerned on uh, like the fulfillment of the prophecies of uh, our late of of. Of Our Lady of Fatima. When is the third letter going to be opened? When is the third letter going to be opened? Is it going to be uh, opened in our lifetime or not? And and uh, we are really, really um, very interested there. But that but let me tell you about Fatima and the third promise. And I just want to read, okay, the quote. Quote from <laughs> uh, Let me quote from let me wait uh, let me just read. Okay, so Pope Benedict, okay, Pope Benedict in in, in the matter of uh, the third letter or the third promise uh, to to Santa Lucia. Uh, Pope Benedict said, a careful reading of the text, the soak of the so-called third secret of Fatima, will probably prove disappointing or surprising. After all the specu speculation it has start stirred, no great mystery is revealed, nor is the future unveiled. Meaning, uh, we really don't know. Hmm. We really don't know. And uh, there again, there were doomsday say doomsday doomsday believers and doomsday advocates and uh, but but the real questions that we need to ask is what do you really do okay what do you really do and here's my 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 two cents worth stop trying to guess when it will happen forget them and focus on the more important thing on loving jesus because if you're loving jesus every day that means every day you are ready for whenever he will come back make sense Am I making sense? Finally, uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So, so you just have to stick to your assignment. Stick to your assignment. Um, forget them and focus on loving on Jesus. What's your assignment? Be still and know that I am God. What is your assignment? A, a, a lamp hidden under the table will 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 not do anything. But we are called to be the light of Jesus. We have to be there and we have to stick to our own assignment and not just sticking to our own assignment for a short period of time, but sticking to our assignment until the end. Until the end. Um, 
you know, Jesus said in, in, in verse 12 to 13, sin will be rampant everywhere. It will be above you, around you, beside you, under you. And the love of many will grow cold. But the one he endures to the end will be saved. So if you really want to be with Jesus, and if you really want to be quote-unquote saved, if you really want to get to know and get to encounter and get to see Jesus, what do you need to do? Endure to the end. Because 50% of the battle is won when you show up. You just have to continue to show up. Okay? God did not say, do big projects while you're waiting. He did not say, Start on big projects, like some a project that will impact the world, project that can be discussed in the Paris Agreement. That's, uh, you know, recently we've had the COP26, um, the climate change. God did not say do something like that, although he appoints people to do something like that. What God is asking of you and of me is for us to be still. Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am God. We have to be still and know that He is God. And what does it then what does it mean? You have to trust Him. That many times you really want to take things into your own hands because you've been praying and God has not been answering. Or if He answered, it's not in the way that we expected it. But you know what, brothers and sisters? God's God's rejection is not is is God's redirection. When God shows you another path, it just means that um, you there's a better way. And sometimes when you feel pain, when God is dealing with you, it it's just God. It doesn't mean that God has abandoned you. It's just God's way of showing you that hey, here's another way of enjoying and seeing me, in spite of the pain, in spite of the pain. So again, my exhortation is for us. To, to, to just continue doing what we need to do. We stick to our assignment until the end. And what is our assignment? The Great Commission, friends. Go into the whole world and make disciples of all nations, teaching them how to obey God, teaching them the commandments, teaching them to love God. Making disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. The Great Commission. That's our assignment. We need to stick to it. Whether you're talking to one person or you're talking to hundreds of people, what is it? How do we make disciples of all nations? How do we make one disciples of our friends one-to-one? How can we convince them? To, to live this life that is worthy of their calling, to live this life that God is calling them to. We need to stick to the end. Because if you stick to it in the beginning, and then eventually, as the verse said, the love of many will grow cold. I pray that this will not happen to us. And when you feel that your love is slowly getting colder and colder and colder and colder, seek out help. Seek help. Talk to someone who can give you spiritual advice. Talk to your lead light group heads. Talk to, to, to your leaders. Send me a message and let's talk about it. Let's talk about it because we need to stick to our assignment until the end. And you know what? If we do this, oh, what a wonderful world it will be. What a wonderful world it will be.
just want to end by one last sharing. You know what? There was a time in my life when I was serving the Lord that I was serving God in the background. And somehow I always found, find myself always, you know, getting, you know, staying in the background. And, and you, know, you know, you know what it is like serving and no one's noticing. Like uh, in the prayer meeting, we arrange the chairs before anyone comes. No one can see us. And then people come and then they, re they, they rearrange the chairs. And then they leave, and then we 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 uh, we make sure that we uh, fix the equipment. We load them into the cars so that it will uh, it will be brought to the storage, and then from the storage we'll, we'll bring it down. And then no one could see us. And uh, I knew that my assignment was to help in the building of God's kingdom, whatever it is. So there would be nights when I would load the last chair. And then I, you know, there's there's no space in the van, so this the van will. We were in San Carlos Seminary. The van would uh, the the van would go ahead, and I have I would have to walk to the gate. And if you know San Carlos Seminary, and there it's it's hilly slopes before you get to the gate. So and then those hilly slopes at that time uh, were so dark. Walapang ilaw, and I would walk in the dark, and I would sometimes say. Lord, but but you know what? The Holy Spirit in me um, would whisper and say, Rance, you know, you're gonna your job is to stick to your assignment, and God will take care of the outcome. And I would walk, and I would walk. I didn't have a car yet, and I would walk, and I would be very, very insecure, frustrated about what's happening. I'm serving you and no one's even noticing. I'm serving you and no one's even thanking me. But but you know what, brothers and sisters? Yeah, just stick to your assignment until the end. And soon enough, brothers and sisters, I started to see people coming to Jesus because of what we are doing. Not because of what I'm doing, but what because of what the team is doing. And at the end of a seminar or a, or, or a workshop, I would see people turning to Jesus crying. And I would see them and I would stare them in the eyes and look at their faces and I would tell God, Lord, this is what I was born to do. I love doing this. And as long as there's one soul out there who needs evangelization, who needs to hear about your love, I'm willing to do it. Stick to your assignment until the end. What is God asking you to do? What is God asking you to do as a person, as a career person, what is God asking you to do in your careers, in your businesses? What is God asking you to do? And if you find that out, stick to it until the end. And then one day, you will realize that the victory is yours. One day, you will realize that God is faithful. One day, you will realize that you've won the battle. And when your time comes, God will give you a crown God will give you a crown, a medal, because you stuck it till the end. God will give you a medal and say, you have run the race. You have finished it. And you have won the prize. Go now, good and faithful servant. Enjoy your master's pleasure. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Subscribe to Feast Radio and open yourself to God's grace. For more podcasts like these, 
visit feast.ph radio.